0: How are you guys doing tonight
1: pretty good yeah. how are you
0: good it's a beautiful day in southern oregon yeah cheers cheers <laughs> halfway through the week right yeah well i think with portrait slam what we struggle with is it's so big there's so many different things like we can talk about uh, just like so many different aspects that I could go down in
2: the I think for us, it's like very much a passion project. So you kind of have to cut us off. Like we could talk right. about it forever.
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Back in September of 2018, Portrait Slam was born. In an elf's Lodge in Medford, Oregon, local models and photographers explored every nook and keyhole of the then vacant property. Founders Travis and Courtney Toll have been hosting these portrait slams in communities across the Pacific Northwest ever since. The success of these events comes in the form of being a collaborative event for models and portrait photographers, as well as being an opportunity for local businesses to support creative community. Finally, an explosion of imagery produced from a single event. Um, more information can be found at www.portraitslam.com. Travis and Courtney, welcome to Art Gab.
2: Welcome. Thank you for
1: having us. Ashley, how's, how are you doing?
3: Good. Still getting um, back into the swing of things with the things reopening. I don't know how it is in Medford for you guys, but our
2: business is starting to open again. We are actually in phase two here in Southern Oregon. Um, So businesses are mostly um, either open or opening back up. Um, uh, Restaurants are available for dine-in. Movie theaters are open. um, Even like playgrounds and parks are available again. Um, So there's definitely been a lot of progress. There are days where things feel totally normal. Where people are, you know, kind of in that normal summer swing of things. And then there are moments that feel super strange still. But yeah, I think Southern Oregon, you know, we don't have the same population density that you guys have up north. So, you know, our community is is back to normal in a big way. Nice.
3: Did you guys take up any hobbies during this shutdown? (laughs) Or was it pretty Hmm. the same?
0: I I mean, I, I think I dug, I really got into gardening more than anything, um, you know, to the point where we just, there's no, no weeds to be found. So I think that's been a big outlet. Luckily, and like Courtney was saying, in Southern Oregon, we have a lot of space, so we could still go hiking um, and find some space outside that... You know, social distancing to the max. You don't. There's nobody out there, which is really nice.
2: We just got a puppy in January of this year, and so um, with the shutdown, we've been able to spend a lot of time <laughs> with Cosmo. He's very happy. Um, he gets all of our attention. He's almost never left alone. Um, so he is has been very spoiled, which is good.
3: That's what I think about. Like all the animals are like, this is great. <laughs>
0: yeah the pets are psyched
3: yeah well um we can get right into the questions um do you guys want to describe who you are and what you do
0: so i'm uh travis and this is my wife courtney Mm -hmm. and we're creative directors of portrait slam uh, it's llc based out of medford oregon and we host creative events for models photographers and local businesses kind of bring all that together at a unique location and we host events in Southern Oregon, but we also travel. So we've gone as far as um, Salem down to Sacramento, California, and something we're excited about continuing to explore new cities and continuing to travel and while still hosting at home.
1: The
2: events, um, for those who are not familiar, are really unique in that it's sort of similar to taking um, a social media community and then like kind of bringing everybody together actually in person. So the people who, you know, are collaborating together have an opportunity to get to know one another, um, to push the envelope a little bit more. Mm -hmm. There's like a kind of like a social dance element to it where you're Mm -hmm. meeting new people in really rapid succession. And so it pushes people creatively in a really helpful way and establishes relationship that can then kind of continue on beyond the social network right, where um, people are actually connecting in person and um, and enhancing their art in a way that um, is is really real. And we've seen so much progress from a lot of the the artists that have come to our events, uh, photographers and models, um, those who take it really seriously and have thrived um, by the opportunity provided for the events and it's really it's really cool. It's really gratifying to see that kind of growth. Very nice.
3: And how did you guys come up with the idea or how did your business come about?
0: You mentioned the Elks Lodge in Medford. Uh, it was the first one that we ever did. It was this massive building that nobody had been in many years. Um, it was an Elks Lodge and it was just um, under the, it was getting renovated by an owner that I happened to, through Courtney, um, get the permission to shoot there with a model. And was really overwhelmed by the space, how amazing it was. Um, asked him if it would be okay if I invited others and kind of did a group thing. And you know, he's bringing the space back to life. And um, right now, it's it's an event space. Um, so he was interested in you know getting models and photographers in there, kind of making a little splash on Instagram, getting it out there that it's being renovated, it's coming back to life. And it was fantastic. I reached out to I don't know maybe we had a group of about 20 models and photographers and we had a theme and it was really loose. We didn't have much direction. It was um, just kind of a trial, but somewhere within that, um, you know, everybody's working with each other and having a blast. And I was looking around. I was like, this is this is something special like this. This could this is yeah, this is this could go a, a lot of different directions.
2: And then what was really powerful is, you know, after that shared experience in person, the way that um, the community of people who had participated in the event could continue to be connected um, and, you know, pro- provided positive feedback to the work that came out of it. And, um, you know, then they collaborated together on future things. And so it felt like a really powerful moment that we wanted to replicate. And then, the, I mean, we did it again pretty shortly after and the same thing happened like it felt really magical more so it had built yeah it had grown and um so then it was kind of like okay this is this is replicable and this needs to happen so um it came really organically out Mm -hmm. of a desire to you know take this opportunity of showcasing a vacant kind of mysterious property um and desire to connect with other local creatives Uh, Because sometimes as a photographer or as a model, it can feel really isolating. And when one gets into a bit of a slump, they're not being pushed, they don't have, you know, people kind of suggesting or advancing their ideas, you can lose the passion for your art form. So it was really beautiful to see that kind of ignite. And in people.
0: I think it's easy on Instagram to follow all these creatives that are in your area and feel kind of overwhelmed and intimidated by them. It seems like magic. Like how are they doing that? It seems so good. But when everybody comes together and they're given the same parameters, um, when everybody shows up and it's the same location and we have the same wardrobe and everybody's all treated equally. Um, there's a lot of growth that comes up from that as an artist because you afterwards see the images and it's not so mysterious. You're like, Oh, how, how did they, And then you, you saw them with that certain lens and you start putting things to, I don't know. And then you can have that dialogue with them at that event too. You can bridge that connection and. It's been
2: nice. The other thing we talk about is that, you know, everybody who comes to our events has something to learn and everybody who comes has something to teach. We really have a pretty broad range of people who come to our events, people who, um, you know, they just got their first DSLR uh, to people who work professionally in photography um, and the same range with models, people who are doing, you know, paid contract work and they're with um, an agency and then people who really have like, are just sick of taking selfies you know, but really like to get creative. So it's a full range. And sometimes we're surprised by who really goes all out at these events. You know, it's, it's just amazing to see people collaborate together from those different, you know, from the different ranges on the spectrum. Yeah.
3: I went into it, not knowing much about it, but I, it's awesome. Like I'm by nature, a quieter person, but it's like, I met So many awesome creative people and got new contacts and learned more about myself, like you said, and um, just a really fun experience for sure.
0: I love that. We don't get the chance to um, ask participants very often how, you know, to talk to them about how their experience was and have you have you been in contact like do you continue following and any of the people that you had met yeah
3: it's neat because like months after you still are getting like oh photos or you're seeing new things that the photographers are doing um i got to do a little hair at your uh event in salem and so i got to meet someone and have new friends through that and so and you met
0: gatsby salem which was amazing the clothing store
3: Yeah, I like, um, I knew her, but it was like fun getting to see her clothes and kind of experience being in the clothes and seeing what I liked and maybe go shopping later. So
0: (laughs) I mean, imagine. So my favorite thing about portrait Sam right now personally is like the ability to go to a city and see it with new eyes. Like when I went to Salem. I'm looking at okay what are the most the what are the best locations that would be that would for a portrait slam and kind of scoping them out and talking to owners and getting them excited and you know I heard about the gray lab and I was able to tour his space and learn about the gray lab I don't I mean that's the whole thing but for those that don't know in Salem there's a really cool collaborative space called the gray lab um and it was um it's neat to approach a city that way where I'm from there, I went to local businesses that were around and talked to them and um, kind of got them involved and um, pieced together this event. And in a way, it's like representing a place. It's like we're, we're coming to Salem. We're, you know, creatives. So let's come represent.
2: When you're knitting together, you know, not just the photographers and the models, um, but you're knitting those individuals together to the businesses that participate where like you have a connection now with Gatsby Salem in a way that like otherwise it was just a shop, right? Like that's in your downtown. Mm -hmm. Um, So they get also knitted together where people from Gatsby Salem now connect with the people at the Gray Lab um, and the shop next door that did prizes and the donut shop down the street. So those people get connected together within a block and and then also connected with people who, you know, maybe they're not just models and photographers, maybe they're also influencers, they're business people. So it, it really ties people into create community, which is... the kind of the
1: magical thing
0: about it that's Um, ultimately the number one goal is building community
1: yeah um i was gonna ask about that is like um it sounds like it started really small and then now you have fashion designers that you work with too is that right
0: not fashion designers we really uh, we love wardrobes basically so like refashion has been huge we've worked with like the american cancer um, discovery shops they have chains of discovery shops all over that support american cancer society we've worked with them we did a whole tour for breast cancer awareness month with them that they they supported which was amazing right now we have a gem in our community her name's tia reagan creative she has a wardrobe That is specifically for photo shoots and it's right downtown and we it's like you know it's a short walk away from where we live right now.
2: She's like an internationally renowned um, stylist. So she um, works on professional shoots and does, you know, the continuity for the shoots. Um, And so she has, you know, she's from the area and she has her wardrobe here. Um, She's been super supportive of Portrait Slam. So when the events are hosted locally, or we've all, we've even traveled with a curated wardrobe from her Mm -hmm. before, but she is really excited to, to participate and advise models on, you know, styling and. Um, kind of pushing the envelope a little bit so it's it's really cool to be able to plug her in or like Travis said you know we've worked with small shop owners, floor, consignment shop sh- owners 12 13 14 florists
0: or something florists, people
2: who do um you know not just like a flower bouquet but like an installation that you can then kind of interact with and we've connected with some amazingly like, creative and resourceful people um and for every event you know, whoever is, is creating it brings something new. So it's really fun to see what happens. I was going to
3: say too, like the neat thing with them is, um, after the event, everyone gets tagged in the um, photos. So like, even till this day, like I helped with some hair, I'm being tagged in that photo. So you're getting more exposure and it's really neat.
0: We really try to drive that home with participants that this is a special event because of the businesses that help support it. And that's what we can do to honor that is to shout them out and to tag them, you know, and give them credit in the photos. One of the things that we've worked hard to develop over the course of the last two years is a bare bones structure that we can incorporate into different locations that just works like for all these wildly different locations. And that that's been the hardest part. So, like a factor of that was how do imagine eighty models and photographers all come together and work together, and then after, in this flurry of ten minute shoots, and then how afterwards would they know how to sh- send those models and honor that collaboration by emailing them them photos and tagging them properly, but we came up with a system for doing that, that really kind of cracked the nut of being able to do big groups where they could walk away and receive a gallery where they know exactly who to share photos to and who to tag.
2: And kind of avoid the the discomfort of your entire shoot to be weighed down by, okay, that was good. Now, what's your name? What's your email address? How do I find you? How do you find me? um and just kind of remove that from the conversation where it could be like hi nice to meet you where do you want to shoot what do you want me in What you know what kind of vibe do you want to create so you can really focus on the meat of it instead of just like the pleasantries mm-hmm. nice
3: well you guys have that down really well
0: <laughs> i think when i think of people receiving that gallery what i want them to kind of feel is that they're receiving a gallery of creatives in their community that are up to play and 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 do interesting things and these are you know whether you need to borrow a camera or you want to do a shoot or something these are people that are up to to do something to 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 be collaborative
2: yeah it's really cool too to see like photographers working together like you know trying out different lenses or like encouraging one another like oh you know Mm. that's a really cool shot or whatever um it's amazing to see you know, the generosity of spirit that comes out of
0: it. We've been seeing a lot of models taking up the photography.
1: Yeah.
0: Nice. I love what you said
1: about the parameters all being the same for everyone, you know, the same models, the same location. It seems like it could lead to some really cool conversations or like critique. It seems like it would um, highlight the fact that there are more successes in art than there are
2: failure. Yeah, I would 100% agree with that. Um, There's, there's very rarely a fail. um, And people try and work so hard and really push the envelope. Um, We really dialed in the amount of time that it takes to like, get to that point where it's like, okay, I've done all of the obvious things. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Now what, like, now you need to get a little weird. Now you need to push it a little bit. Now you need to maybe work with somebody who wasn't your first instinct. But like, is sitting there and they're the one who's available. So I'm going to push you together, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so it's really cool to see what happens kind of in that last 30 minutes where people mm-hmm. push the envelope a little bit. Yeah.
0: And push each other probably too, right? Totally. I like what you were saying about it, making um, a really great critique, having the same parameters, because I think that's very true. And we we've had a critique, actually. We did a big slideshow where we invited past participants to come with their portrait slam photos and we could sit down and critique because social media is not a good space for feedback like constructive feedback right like you basically provide constructive feedback by liking a photo or not liking a photo or making a positive comment, but it's not a good space to be like, "Oh, I like this, but maybe da 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 da." Like that there comes was off. There an interesting
2: choice to crop here, or like your <laughs> editing looks a little blue, yeah. or like you know.
0: Basically, constructive criticism just doesn't exist on social media. So, how do you grow as an artist if there's no space where you can sit with your peers and be like, you know, have a conversation, and especially when it can be common parameters?
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good point. yeah. Um so this next question is is pretty heavy. I'll ask it and if you don't want to answer it that's okay. Um what do you think the role of art is in
0: society? So one of our missions has always been to bring diversity together and on top of all of that we've talked about um really bringing diverse groups which is um in southern Oregon it's 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 not known for its diversity. Um,
2: Oregon in general Oregon is in not general. known for its diversity.
0: And then there's been a lot that's been happening lately that um has required some self-examining uh, examination
2: it's so it's so hard um, to put words to it I guess but it's kind of like you know life imitates art art li- imitates life um, and I think that we're looking for a world that is collaborative and um, equitable and um, and showcases each of us as individuals um, in all of our beauty, right? right? So we've taken a look at our events and we feel like we, I mean, there's definitely been a huge effort to ensure that each event um, does represent a broad range of sizes and ages and color um, and, and gender. All of those things are intended to be a part of our events. Um, Of course, we are limited by who says yes, right, who shows up, but the events are invite only. And the intention of that is not to exclude, but to be thoughtful about who is included, Um, to be really thoughtful and really um, intentional about ensuring that we have a broad range of people who are represented at each of our events. And I think a little bit of the intention with that is like to create the world we wish to see. Right. Right. If we're representing that um, through social media and in person in our events, people are connecting to one another. They're connecting to the, to the businesses that, um, that we, we choose and that we've curated. And so we want to ensure that, um, that we're really cognizant of those choices, we're responsible for those choices and that um, that we're being, you know,
0: really inclusive as far as diversity.
2: Nice.
3: Yeah, and I think
0: as far as like the question of bring it back about the art is, I think that that's a big part of that is connecting people and making people kind of understand um, different perspectives. Um, yeah. So right now we don't want to like, we want as many different perspectives as possible.
2: The other thing is that, um, I mean, all of this really came from looking at um, Instagram as a tool because everybody's being photographed. Mm -hmm. on a much more regular basis than in previous generations and everybody has a camera in their pocket
1: yeah yeah
2: so we've kind of like created this egalitarian opportunity where everybody's posting or being posted um and how can we how can we offer the opportunity to Foster that artistic, creative mind, right? You see people doing it, so how can we play? How can we encourage it? How can we um, push the envelope a little bit?
1: Um, That's you know, something I've been thinking about a lot. Is like everyone has a phone in their pocket. Does that mean everyone's an artist? No, not necessarily. But right. also, how does that how does that impact our role as artists? Like.
0: Well, we read it out. When I'm looking for creatives, I'm scrolling through and I'm picking through the selfies to find the people that are engaging with other people or doing something different or trying a different style, expressing themselves in a different way. That's that's what we're looking for. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's I, I, I love painting and I love drawing and I love all of those um, mediums, but... Right now, young people are expressing themselves on social media and through imagery and through interesting video. As a photographer, I've learned a lot from working with all these different photographers.
3: Well, multiple choice question. Uh, What influences your work the most? A, a book? B, a particular show? C, a specific artist or movement, art movement? Or D, a food?
2: Well, the only one that I would take out of That is not D. (laughs) Generally, we are not influenced by food. I don't think we've hosted any events where we're like, "Oh, we need to do a pizza theme." A food theme, we should do a food theme. (laughs) Oftentimes, what comes first is the is the location, so the the venue. But what really gets us excited and gets our wheels turning um, is tends to be references to culture in some way. Um, We've done Outsider Slam, obviously, from the book, The Outsiders, um, that was was hosted at a um, BNR BNR um, Wrecking Yard, so, like, all, like, the, you know, wrecked cars and stuff.
0: It's greasers versus soches. It's
2: pretty fun. So, we had
0: models and photographers, you could come as a greaser or you could come as a soch, and we had a rumble, and it was awesome.
2: Um, We've done um, White City Slam and the upcoming Eugene event. Um, They're both kind of, uh, a little bit mad maxi. So, when we're trying to um inspire the models, we give them a little bit of like an idea of wardrobe. And oftentimes, we'll reference um, film, I think, o- often because that kind of gives a visual re- reference. Sometimes it's era.
0: Our, our next one's Alice in Wonderland.
2: Yeah, Alice in Wonderland. So, that's literary as well Wonderland as Wonderland Slam. Film. Yeah, Wonderland Slam. And that's happening at like a. Um, historic Victorian mansion and, um, and winery. So beautiful, like, you know, gardens and like maze ish, and it's going to be awesome. Um, we've done, you know, themes that circle around a certain era. Like we've, you know, the first one we ever hosted was kind of like a twenties ish speakeasy, but, um, you know, we've gone to the seventies, um, we've done some seventies funk. Yeah. Kind of vintage. We've tried to avoid like the obvious, um like party themes yeah. you know um but to push it in an artful way so to ask you know if you're doing the 70s that it's not a costume you're not wearing like polyester bell bottoms that you can buy at you know a costume shop you're actually like thinking about okay um you know Meryl Streep and Annie Hall or you're thinking about Patti Smith um, or, you know, um, David Bowie, like kind of going in, um, in, uh, in a cultural relevance instead of a costume relevance. So that's really fun for us to like, kind of come up with like, okay, what's possible in a specific location. And then, and then pushing each other even on like, oh, what if this, and what if that, and how can we make that cool? Wonderland slam? I think, you know, my concern would be like, everybody shows up as Alice, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's so boring. But how cool is it that Alice in Wonderland has these elements where you can go kind of psychedelic. Um, you can get really, you know, androgynous and weird. Um, you have so many different characters that are in the books that aren't in the movies. You can reference the movies and not the books. Like you can play with it in a lot of different ways. So um, all of that kind of stuff we, we enjoy talking about. And then people show up in ways that we had no, we ha- like we didn't expect. So it's really fun to see that happen too.
1: That's so awesome. I love that. I mean, it just sounds like it sounds like such a fun process, like going to a space and then ha- letting your imagination pick you off on this adventure. But even before the event happens, it sounds like. It sounds like well, you- and you can, you can
0: imagine. So imagine like 40 photographers and 40 models. They all get all the tag information they need to exchange. How many how much imagery that pours out from an event like that where they have, you know, almost two hours to collaborate. Um so it's usually over, you know, you know, 500 stories, 500 posts all pour out. It's, it's amazing. I think that's my favorite part almost, um, is that what comes out is like a manifestation of like my own, that's my part of my imagination is when I'm curating events, like I'm picturing the gallery.
2: What color pops and what features like, because there's features of different locations where you're like, what's possible here.
0: Yeah, maybe we should bring in some old cars or maybe we need like a, you know. Smoke
2: machine or like a projection. (laughs) You know, we we have what we call um, the challenge box that has like fairy lights and like weird hats and props and a disco ball and kind of things that you can kind of incorporate into all kinds of different uh, images and people play with that and like bubbles and Mm. I I don't know, whatever. Just encouraging people to get weird.
3: Yeah. Yeah like towards the end people were really getting into grabbing like necklaces and having fun and because like I I started out in a black dress by the end of it we were like grabbing necklaces and people were going out in the alley and finding cool little like alley spots and really getting into it It is fun.
2: It's so good that you had that experience actually to like be able to understand kind of like the concept um, because I think people really struggle to understand what it is, you know, especially if they haven't participated in Portrait Slam in the past. So I'm really glad that you're part of it. You're now part of our Portrait Slam family. It's
3: fun. And I, like, I, I went in, and I knew what it was, but you have to like experience it. And like, now I'm going to the Eugene one and you guys have like smoked bomb things involved i'm like that's gonna smoke effect
0: (laughs) um, (laughs) hooking us up with smoke grenades color smoke grenades, and then we also have focal point photography they're um a storage outside of salem dallas um but they're fantastic Uh, i think they're one of the they might be the biggest independent uh photography shops in oregon but they're fantastic and they're going to be there not only um supporting the event as a sponsor we wouldn't be able to go to eugene without their help so super psyched um, on their support, but also they're going to bring some of the latest camera equipment and photography gear. So um, like if you're a photographer, you can take out your memory card, pop it into a brand new camera, try it out, um, and then switch it back to your old camera and compare when you get home and really gives them a hands-on experience with some new gear, which is a cool aspect to a Portrait Slam that we've never had before. Wow, that's
2: awesome. I mean, every event is an experiment, right? There was like the first, I think the first 10 events, I was like, Travis, can we just do the same thing twice? (laughs) Like, just like the same format, like not change anything just to see like if it's working or not. We experimented so, so much. And we definitely had some things, some elements that we introduced and then have removed because it it just didn't work. And I think what we came away with was like, what makes the photography better? What makes the images better? And if it doesn't work towards that goal, it comes out.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. What music do you listen to while you're working. Now this is, this is a question we normally ask our studio artists so it's a little bit different because I mean you're you're studio artists, but you're also creating these awesome events, so I guess I guess.
0: Like, what, no it's a relative question, so we um, will always bring music is an important aspect to it, we don't uh, we people photographers and models need to be able to communicate with each other, so it can't be too crazy but um we always bring a, st- uh, a little we have this we have this sorry this little bluetooth Just speaker a
2: tiny little mobile speaker but
0: we're gonna definitely upgrade that's the next purchase we definitely need to bring in some more equipment but one of the nice features that we've been able incorporates live music we've had um we've been able to feature a local artist at portrait slams where they perform and they come away with all of these photos as a band that they really really could use and they perform for us and it's fantastic
2: we've had um djs participate in the past Um, We've had like an entire live band, we've had, um, you know, kind of solo musicians participate just like, with you know, they're, they're walking Mm -hmm. around as a model with an acoustic guitar and and playing and so, um, you know, when we are looking to invite creatives we're not just looking at your traditional um, models you're looking for people who are like Travis said they're artists, they're creatives of whatever type and so it's really fun to um, to see musicians come out and DJs and uh, people could not benefit from mm-hmm. from the images. So it's fun. So what's your guys' dream project?
0: So we have Medford coming up, we have Eugene, and then right now it's Portland. We've never been to Portland and I think we're due. We have a really great location and a great wardrobe lined up. We had it all scheduled and ready to go before COVID-19 kind of interrupted that. So we had to call that off, but I think I don't know. I don't know how it's going up in Portland and how comfortable people would be at this point, having it have been up there, but we're pretty excited. We've got a perfect slam for our first Portland um, experience. So whenever you guys are ready, we're coming.
1: You have an idea for one or?
0: Yeah, Moto, moto Corsa. It's a Ducati dealership. Um, they have this like warehouse full of Ducati motorcycles. Um, and then adjacent from that, they have old bikes and it would be a, like a moto theme. Oh, cool. And Icon Motorsports sports has all the gear, you know, like the leather jackets and the helmets and all of that. Um, so they would bring that out as well. It'd be pretty fun.
1: Nice. Yeah, I think we're still in phase one up here, but, um, or no, we're, I don't even know if we're in phase one yet. But, but I bet you'd have an amazing, um, diverse, interesting group of people. interested.
0: Yeah. What about you? Do you have a dream location? Card? Uh, we've
1: got to take it
2: international.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're talking about.
2: Yeah, we want um, to continue to do this and to travel with it. Um, I think, you know, something that ties Travis and I together is um, the desire of exploring place and, um, you know, creating community and connection to that place, not just visiting places as a tourist. So I think that would be the
1: dream.
0: Frida and Diego's house in Mexico City. That would be bomb.
1: (laughs) So what's next? Um, You have have the one in Medford and you have the one in Eugene mm -hmm. lined up.
2: And working on the one in Portland and
1: as, in Northern soon as,
0: California. as soon
2: as that's legit. Oh yeah, and we have one in Northern California. We have this house,
0: works. this space, so it's from Tia, as a friend of Tia's who's a fantastic photographer, and she um moved from San Francisco to Placerville. It's in Northern California. It's maybe 50 minutes or so outside of Sacramento. So it's definitely our would be our most destination location. But it might be the coolest house I've ever seen. It's this adobe paradise castle that has this incredible view. And um, what do you call the pools that disappear? Infinity pool. Oh, that's so cool. Um, It has kind of like a Moroccan adobe feel, something that we've, a vibe that we've never had before. And because she's a photographer and Tia is a stylist, like they have, and a photographer herself, they have so many images that I'm thinking we could put together a pretty cool, um, not, I mean, it would be a fantastic event. It's just the uh, destination is the only thing we haven't done. It's about 50 minutes from any big town, so I, I, that might be our next northern California. So I don't know. We'll see. I think I think people would rally. It's, it would be an incredible space.
2: What's next for us, like you know, company wise, is um, you know to keep to keep scaling um, in a way that is like thoughtful and sustainable because the nature of portrait slam is that you're connecting people together. And so it's really important to kind of keep those events, um, intimate. So how do you do that while also scaling and making sure that, you know, we can, we keep our sanity.
0: And a big goal as a, from a business level is sponsorships been, we have had sponsors in the past. Um, and we, you know, we want to continue that. I would love to, you know, connect with a company that saw what we were doing and our ability to connect influencers in big numbers and all of the imagery that pours out and wanted to support um, bringing these big, diverse groups of creatives together. So, you know, well, hopefully we can keep making those connections. Shout out to focal point photography though, respect.
2: <laughs> we often hear um, from first-time participants, like when they, you know, we ask often like, you know, what advice would you give to um somebody participating in their first slam and they usually will tell like they'll usually write that um you know that everybody's really nice and to not be so intimidated or afraid or or shy or whatever um do you feel like that's that would be your advice Ashley to others
3: oh yeah yeah i would say don't go in with any expectations just see where <laughs> it takes you you know like like don't go in thinking you have to do it a certain way kind of go in and explore the space and meet people and
0: yeah yeah Yeah, it's a great approach to staying true to yourself and and being yourself and and yeah i love that yeah
1: so i'm always worried about artists that say that they're doing things for free and i hate hearing people say oh you should do it for free because you enjoy doing it well no i think the artist needs to be paid and um i'm just wondering that you're being paid for your time
0: for this hopefully right yeah. So in the beginning, we were not. We were, it was just a pure passion project for quite a while. I think For we,
2: almost a year, we were <laughs> hosting these events just because we loved them and because we were kind of addicted to the process and the magic that came out afterwards. Um, but I think we've we always saw the potential for it to not be something that we're doing at you know personal cost
0: <laughs> yeah that was always the, that was always the goal but we wanted to make sure it was an event that we had solid and and down and felt co- confident about charging for like the, yeah this is something and it got to that point where it was like okay this is definitely something we can sell tickets for I we even went over the top like we had a spring celebration with live music and um we had food carts and it was all great it was so good it was so fun but it was you know to the point It was like this is definitely an amazing location okay we're doing tickets And now we sell general tickets for $30. We have VIP subscribers who if they want advanced auto invites so they don't have to reach out, um, they just get automatically invited and they save $10 to every event. Um, So there'd be $20 for them. Which
2: is also a really good way to kind of um, express patronage and appreciation for the events because um, it's something that kind of helps us sustain the the events. like I had mentioned, the events are invite only. Um, so if you are a VIP subscriber, that means you, you are guaranteed an invitation to every event that we host. So it's a benefit to them. And it also helps us just to you know kind of sustain because the amount of work that goes into it the is, invite. yeah. I mean, it's one thing to be paid for the event itself. Yeah. But the work that goes into it is is much bigger and broader. So
0: subscribers is kind of like a group within, you know, a community within a community. Um, and then we also have guest passes for creatives of color that uh, if money is at all a barrier, like the price of a ticket is at all a barrier. We want them there to make our events so much better. Everybody, you know... Um, And we're not, you know, we're acknowledging we're not all uh, uh, equal playing field and so that's been really something that we just added and already our event next event has more creatives of color than we've had in a while in southern Oregon and it's super exciting and that's been a nice little factor too. We
2: we recognize that our events have value for, um,
0: you know, artists
2: who are hungry to grow. So we like to create opportunities where, um, you know, we're removing burdens so that people can grow artistically, professionally. Um, We give opportunities to people to volunteer in different ways, um, to contribute in different ways, so that, you know, the ticket prices is not prohibiting them from having access to that growth and community.
0: Yeah. And a a group of 10 models and 10 photographers is very nice, but it's not as magical as a group of you know, 40 models and 40 photographers that are all representing the town and it just becomes this incredible thing. So we don't want to price people out. that We want to keep that mad. We do want to, you know, be accessible for for as many people as we can. Um, but you're right, as an artist, it is important that we, that we get paid for our time. So like for Eugene, we imagine we'll probably have between 60 and 80 photographers and models at about $30 a ticket and um, with sponsorships. So it's turning into something that is... Um, Gives us a lot more flexibility. Allows us to go to different places. It allows us to bring in, make our events better. Um, so we've, we're still, I don't know, we've still seen that. Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much for meeting with us tonight. And thank you again everything. This is awesome. This is such a cool project. And, um, well, thank you. It was great
3: talking to you guys and yeah. seeing what else you guys bring. It's exciting.
0: We look forward to seeing you in Eugene.
1: Yeah. you can follow us at com slash artgab you can find us on SoundCloud Facebook, Instagram Apple Podcast and what did you guys say that we you found? Podbean. Podbean. You can
2: listen to Artgab on Podbean.
1: Cool thank you
0: guys. Thank
1: you. Yeah. Alright well thanks Ashley Thank you. We'll
0: see you soon Ashley. Have a good night guys. Bye